Options. Who doesn't like options? Like, let's make a deal. You got door number one, two, or three to choose from. Or options at a nightclub. Which girl do you want to approach and talk to? The girl with the long hair, the heavy makeup, or the tattoo sleeves? You got a choice. Always a choice. Now, I ran into a church that has options and variety. They're called Green Pond United Methodist Church in Easton. And you know what? I have the wonderful pastor and his wife on today. It's Pastor Scott and his wife, Lori. Hi, well, Robert. Welcome. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here this morning. How how are y'all? Good. Very well, thanks. A little nervous? Is this is this room intimidating? Quite nervous. <laughs> this is my first time doing this kind of thing. Just imagine that you're doing a sermon, except that the people are invisible. <laughs> That's all. I'm still having a hard time imagining that. Now, Green Pond United Methodist Church. First off, where's that located? And can, if you can give the phone number. It's at 4411 Green Pond Road in Easton, Pennsylvania. Um, it's at the corner of Bethman Road and Green Pond Road across Caddy Corner from the Shrin Center. Um, practically right where 33 meets 22. Okay. And the phone number there is 610-253-2731. Now I'm talking about options, and I notice that you have options for Sunday service. You have three of them. Well, what's that all about? We do. We start Sunday morning out at 8.15, and we call it the casual service. But what it really is is a streamlined service for the early birds. Um, it's pretty basic. We um, have music, scripture, a sermon, and uh, um, it might last a half an hour to 45 minutes so that you can get on with your okay, day. Okay, and the second? The second one is the contemporary. It's a more relaxed service. We have a praise band called Life Song. Um, it's We sing modern Christian uh, music, and um, we often have a discussion question so that there's give and take it's not just me standing up there preaching. I want to get a sense of where the folks are in the And pews. option number three. Option number three would be our traditional service, and it comes right out of the Book of Worship, where you'll sing hymns, there's piano and organ music, oftentimes uh, uh, special music. Uh, we have um, – uh, but it's relevant and, and uh, pertinent to today. I think that's a good idea, different strokes for different folks. Well, that's very true. And uh, the poor people at 815, they get the pure me because my morning cup of coffee hasn't kicked in yet. The pure me. <laughs> Lori, is that what we want, the pure me, the pure Pastor Scott? Well, it's one cup of coffee for one eyeball and one cup of coffee for the other. Ah, all right. Now, I notice uh, on your website, your website is Green Pond UMC. Dot com. Yes. Uh, it's a very nice site, and I noticed that you have a cross and flame as your logo, emblem, trademark. I don't know what you want to call it, but I think it looks really cool. You should have it on hats and T-shirts. The cross and flame. Explain that a little bit. Well, I can get you a T-shirt with the cross I would, and flame on it. We do have them. Good. But um, the cross and flame is the symbol of the United Methodist Church. Of course, we're Christians, so that uh, is the cross. And the flame represents the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, it also has 
a little saying on it. It says, open doors, open minds, open hearts. That, too, is a United Methodist slogan, and that is really who we are at the core. We're open to all people of every um, race, creed, color, um, denomination. I have former Roman Catholics. I have uh, former atheists come to worship with us. I must say, it's very welcoming. It's very welcoming. It reminds me of a uh, corner grocery store with an old, nice, older lady uh, welcoming you in. Come on in. Nice to see you. Very friendly like it used to be. They would offer you free candy. Your church doesn't offer free candy, does no, it? No, but we do have a fellowship time that you can get some nice treats and something to drink right. in between worship services. Like little M&Ms, miniature Snickers. Oh, no. Okay? We, we go the whole you know cheese and crackers and fresh fruit and all that. Now, another thing on your site is... It says there's a seed planet yes. in all of us. That is really uh, the core of who we are at Green Pond United Methodist Church. Our hope is to to help your spiritual life grow. So the church pretty much nurtures yes. with the proper love and guidance of God to make you grow into a beautiful flower or plant, perhaps. That is our job. Which flower would you be? Or plant? Oh, gosh, what plant would I be? I think I'd be a tulip. And your and your wife? Oh, that's a tough call. Maybe a lilac. You're so colorful with your you got pink and orange and white and blue. You look like a flower. <laughs> flower. She's blooming. Ready for spring, too. So Green Pond United Methodist Church. As you said, forty four eleven Green Pond Road in Easton. Uh the way I get there I remember my my daughter would play volleyball there. She practiced volleyball there. Uh, 2233 South off William Penn Highway. You take a left, and then you take a left on Bethman Road. Yes. Left on Green Pond. Yes. And it's right there on your it's right. It's right there on and the, the right. And the phone number again is? The phone number there is 610-253-2731. Now let's get to what Green Pond United Methodist Church believes. Let's get to the crux of the matter. Crux. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's a rough sounding word. A crux. <laughs> what is a crux? Any idea? Seriously, what's a crux? The core. The core? It's the core of like the Like the matter. core of an apple? Right. Okay, we'll go right. with that. All right. So I think we can agree, and or maybe we can't, but I think we can agree right off the bat that human nature is flawed. And yes. if you adhere and listen to human nature exclusively, you'll end up in a dark place. Can we agree with that or not? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. Let's start with baptism. Oh, okay. Baptism. Now, some believe, now I was brought up Roman Catholic, and I believe they believe that it takes away a portion of your sin, as we we all are sinners. Uh, They talk about original sin and mortal sins. I believe original Mm. sin is taken away with baptism. Uh, How do you feel? Does it does it take away a sin or is it something else? It takes away sin, but I think it is also that moment in our lives that keeps us glued, keeps us connected to God, so that we can always remember our baptism, that special day in our lives, and and we do baptisms of infants as well as adults, and uh, um, that is uh, sometimes a difference in the Protestant denominations, but we Methodists do infant baptisms, and uh, there's a reason for that, 
because it says John the Baptist and, and Jesus himself baptized whole families, infants to seniors. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Babies, yes. Uh, the age of accountability, which right. sometimes is like right. I don't know eight or nine, which I quite don't understand. Well, that. even into your That's teens, still young. Yeah. Well, we do I confirmation. Mean, what's an eight-year-old accountable for? Like I said before, maybe picking out a type of ice cream, chocolate or vanilla. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 you uh, you understand and you welcome any age, baby. Yes. Uh, Teenage or or saved adults. I have I have baptized the newest of infants, and I even did a uh, a baptism of a sixty five year old in a lake. Can you? I was gonna. Want, can you do it in a swimming pool? Even if you, you can do to. it in a hot tub. It's interesting. Uh, baptism in Peter. I, I never give the quotes. I just shoot them out. But I'm, I, for some reason, I'm I have have a necessity to give the quotes where I'm getting them from. But 1 Peter 3.20, it says, as far as baptism is concerned, it, it likens it to Noah. It says, mm-hmm. at that time, a few persons, eight in all, escaped in the ark. You are now saved by a baptismal bath, which corresponds to this exactly. This baptism is no removal of physical stain, but the pledge to God of an irreproachable conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. No removal of physical st- of stain. That tells me. I mean, it kind of infers to me. What's the what's the original sin about? Is is that is that the truth of it, or not? But that's for people to decide. Yeah, yeah, and I think that different um, denominations have their own take on that kind of thing. We're here with Pastor Scott and his wonderful wife, Lori, who will be speaking. When they came in, they were so nervous, especially Pastor Scott. I thought his wife was going to take over, and here's the opposite. You're quite comfortable on the mic, Pastor Scott. Well, I'm glad I I, uh, eased into this a little bit this morning. Hey, there's a business. It's Penhearth in Copley. They have all the pellets you need for your pellet stove. Some of these places have sold out, and they leave you hanging. Penn Hearth, with, uh, they have Breckwell and St. Croix pellet stoves also. They also got Unforgettable Fire, Timberwolf, Buck, and Napoleon Wood stoves. And get ready for this. Penn Hearth in Copley also has Yoder pellet smokers and grills. You can make food off this stuff. All these things, they're amazing machines at great prices with ultimate efficiency. You need to visit Penhearth at 2626A Old Post Road in Copley. It's right there on uh, 329. And and feel free to visit Penhearth at penhearth.com. You need to see it to believe it. Relic Hunter Firing Line has a new awesome 12-lane indoor gun range, rentals, and the largest selection of firearms for purchase. Also available are training classes for both men and women, along with several membership plans to suit your specific needs. Relic Hunter Firing Line is located off Route 145 in North Whitehall. Give them a call at 610-440-1911. Their friendly and helpful service is available to you seven days a week as Relic Hunter Firing Line opens every day at 10 a.m. And if you're looking to purchase firearms, you can actually try before you buy. Shoot the gun first in the 12-lane indoor range and then decide. So that's Relic Hunter Firing Line off Route 145 in North Whitehall. Their phone is 610-440-1911. Or visit them at their website, relichunter.com. Tell them Robert from Don't Bring Up God sent you. 
Queen's Nutritional Products is all about one thing, clean, healthy, natural living. Take advantage of Queen's full assortment of organic, vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free products. Everything from vitamins, herbs, grains, and raw honey to skin, hair, and beauty enhancers designed to slow down the aging process. Queen's also has pet products without all the harmful artificial ingredients and chemicals. Queen's Nutritional Products is located at 1450 Pennsylvania Avenue, right on the border of Allentown and Bethlehem. Visit their website at queensnutrition.net. Their phone is 610-691-6644. And for you sports nutritionists, there's no better place than Queens. With 40 years of experience, they will absolutely fuel your fire. Queens, a family business, is also a wholesale business specializing in dried fruits and nuts, roasted fresh right on the premises. So that's Queens Nutritional Products, open seven days a week. Not ordinary, boring hot plates to set your food dishes on, but unique, beautiful, and colorful hot plates that are functional, durable, and decorative with incredible workmanship. They're all handmade botanical hot plates containing natural dried fruits, beans, berries, and grains. Visit our website at hotplatesusa.etsy.com. They come in small, medium, and large and make great gifts for yourself, family, and friends. Today, we're doing something a little bit different. We have the pastor from the Green Pond United Methodist Church and his wife, Lori, here with us today to tell us what they have to offer the community. If you want to get in on this with questions and comments, the phone number is 610-720-7900. That's 720-7900. Okay, Pastor Scott, let's hop. Like, like a frog from lily pad to lily pad, from topic to topic. How about communion? Mm. Jesus' last supper, which was a Passover meal with his 12 apostles. Uh, as everybody knows, the book says, this is my body to be given for you. Yes. This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which will be shed for you. Now, the bread and wine, the, the million-dollar question is, does it represent just represent his body and blood being symbolic, or is there a transubstantiation going on where it's the true body and blood? I think that's one of the hardest questions to answer. That's why I asked it. Yeah, well, thanks. (laughs) Um, There's two ways to look at the elements, the body, the bread, and the wine. One is the transubstantiation which means that the elements truly become the body and the blood of Christ. The other is what we believe as United Methodists is consubstantiation, which means that it is a symbol, but it's not just a symbol. Consubstantiation? Is that a real word? It is. As real as transubstantiation. I'm going to look it up as soon as I get home. Okay. Well, don't ask me how to spell it. All right. Um, The... The idea behind it is, yes, it's a symbol, but there is also something more to it. There's something holy about it. It's just like that night in which Jesus gave himself up for us in that upper room. And uh, that's where Jesus took the bread. He broke the bread, and he gave it to his disciples and said, this is my body broken for you. He did that as a symbol of what was about to happen for him. And we take that seriously. And for me, uh, though we only do it the first Sundays of the month, I would, just like John Wesley, the founder of United Methodism, he said, I would have 
communion every single day because every single day I'm a sinner. Now, sometimes, sometimes, some people, rather, they believe that it should be taken literally. Some of the verses in the Bible, starting with John 6.50. Let's see, John 6.53, Jesus says, the book says, If you don't eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. It also says, For my flesh is real food, and my blood real drink. The man who feeds on me will have life because of me. Now, people reading that, even the people at the time listening to Jesus, they were confused. They're thinking, what are you talking about, cannibalism or what? I think people are even confused today. But, you know, like I said, we do take this seriously. And there is something about it that um, uh, it's a holy meal. And um, one that each one of us... uh, I believe need to have because it also helps us with our uh, transforming our lives, putting putting ourselves at the altar. We just had a call. It disappeared. I don't know where it went. Uh, again, 610-720-7900. Lori, were you going to say something about that? Well, I just like that in the United Methodist Church, all are welcome to yes. the table. And I'm sure Scott would like to tell you more about that. Well, that is true. I have never denied anybody coming to the table for communion because I don't believe Jesus would have ever denied anybody coming to the yeah, table. Yeah, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way when people say very politely, the pastor or whatever, if you're not so-and-so type of religion, please don't come up for communion. Hey, that's not – that doesn't seem right to me. Hey, we got a caller. Let's jump on this. Who's this? Hello? Good morning. This is Steve. Hey, Steve. What's up? Um, I just had a question for the pastor. Going forward, what do you see as the biggest challenge uh, with the world today, with being bombarded with like atheistic and secular messages from media and everything else? Well, uh, you know, I think Christianity has had those roadblocks for two thousand years. Those those uh, secular pieces that really don't get church or church people or Christ. Um, sometimes we're our own, uh, roadblock. I think if we were to show the love of God to, to everyone, to those that we meet in the grocery store on, you know, uh, instead of getting angry at the person who just cut you off, just show a little grace and not honk that horn or, um, you know, show the love of God so that, um, and that takes some boldness, I believe. What effect, like, okay, I'm 60 years old. When I grew up in the early 60s, we had, like, what I would consider a more godly society. Mm. And people were more uh, polite to each other. Um, going forward, it, it seems people are becoming like their own tin gods. What can you do to reach out to bring people to have like an external source as opposed to a self-source of judgment. Like whatever feels good, go do it. How, how can you help that? Well, I think, uh, truthfully, I think that it's going to church because you're not only there to learn about uh, Jesus and the Bible, you're also part of community. And I think once a person gets involved in the life of community, builds relationships and friendships, that goes a long way to uh, bring the kind of godlike 
love into the world. Can't we just get along like that one dude said that was beat up by the bunch of cops many years ago? Who said that? Can't we all just get along? I wish that we could, but I think we need. I I think we need that nudge from God. Yes. Okay. Thanks well, for the call. I, I appreciate it. Bye bye. Have a blessed as, day. And as far as the communion thing goes, to me, it seems like they're talking about we're feeding the spirit. The book even says mm. it is the spirit that gives life. Yes. And Jesus, of course, says, "Do this in remembrance of me." So we follow his lead. He said, all you're really given is a sunshine in your name. This is the board guy. This is what the board guy does. He throws in songs. Most of the time, they pertain. Get along, all of us. Get along. Country to the country this morning. We ain't perfect, but we try. Get along. And I and I agree with you, Pastor Scott. Who is? from the Green Pond United Methodist Church in Easton today. Their phone number is 610-253-2731. I have Pastor Scott and his wife, Lori, here today. And I agree 100%. We could always tell a good story or attempt to be kind and friendly, but without God as a base, to me, it's impossible. You can only get so far without God. I would have to agree with that. You don't have to. I'm not forcing you. I don't have your arm behind your back. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> All right, let's talk about when you die. Look ah, at this. The show's almost half over. Okay. All right, when you die, is there any communication between the living and the dead? As you know, in the book, it says, asleep in the Lord, asleep in death, in the presence of the Lord when you die. Is there any communication going on? I you know, I think that that is a very personal thing for me, and I, I believe that our spirit will always be alive, and and there is that connection between this life and the next. So, yes, I, I do believe that there is a— And I a, think things happen. There's millions and millions of mm-hmm. stories of, of things after a loved one died. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Things happen. It seems like some type of communication. But if, there, if that is true, to me— it's mostly God and the angels, the, the ministering spirits, coming to help us and to comfort us. I think that's very probable. I don't believe that once somebody has died, they can actually communicate any more to you. Uh, what does the Methodist think? I'm not quite sure what the theology that Methodists believe on that one. Um, but I, I think when you die, you become one with God. And all these questions that you and I have at this end of things will be irrelevant once we look at Jesus in the eyeballs. This whole world will be irrelevant. Our sins will be forgotten yeah. and so forth. But in the midst of that pain and suffering, I think some of us need a little nudge and a little bit help yeah. to handle the incredible grief. But as far as talking to the dead, mm. you're, you're not with the psychics. You know? Oh, no, They're no. All dressed no. Up in costumes, uh, I'm not you? Easton's version of the Long Island uh, 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 what does she call herself on on the radio? There's uh, a bunch uh, of them. Anyway. But to me, I think if we were to communicate with the dead, I think we would be preoccupied with it. And, in, and as a result, I think we would possibly ignore God and God's plan for our life. I think there's a reason why when you die, you wait 
until we're reunited again when Jesus comes back. Right. And the Bible clearly says that. All right. You with that, Lori? Absolutely. It makes me think of uh, C.S. Lewis um, and The Last Battle when um, some of the characters in the story are reunited in heaven with those that they love. Hey, Queen's Nutritional Products in Allentown on Pennsylvania Avenue. They got great things going on all the time. As you know, their specials, the vitamins, all their vitamins are 25% off. These vitamins are Mega Food, Natural Foods, Country Life, and Carlson. They have organic stuff going on. Almonds, $7.99 a pound. Dried roasted peanuts, $4.99 a pound. Dried cranberries, $5.99 a pound. And goji berries. I hope I'm saying that right. G-O-J-Y. Did you ever hear that? Go, goji? I think that's correct. What's that? I think that's correct. Okay. You have them? You ate them? You know I don't know that I've had them, that I purchased them myself, but I may have had them in things that I've gotten when I've been out. Goji. Goji, goji berries. It's fun to say. If I ever have a kid, I'm going to name them Goji. <laughs> I like that name. Anyway, specials at, at, at uh, Queen's Nutritional Products. Walnuts, four ninety five a pound. California pears, five ninety nine a pound. Cashews, five ninety five a pound. Black Mission figs. Do you ever have those? I don't know what they are, but they sound good. Black Mission Figs, three ninety nine a pound. That's Queen's Nutritional Products. Not ordinary, boring hot plates to set your food dishes on, but unique, beautiful, and colorful hot plates that are functional, durable, and decorative with incredible workmanship. They're all handmade botanical hot plates containing natural dried fruits, beans, berries, and grains. Visit our website at hotplatesusa.etsy.com. They come in small, medium, and large and make great gifts for yourself, family, and friends. Man, what's not happening at Relic Hunter Firing Line? Where do I begin? Rotating every month, we got for the more advanced shooters, Tactical Night, where you got a walking course on the open range floor with different targets and shooting stations. We also got a move and shoot night concentrating on movement forward and back and drawing from your holster. To sign up, call 610-440-1911. Relic Hunter Firing Line also has a new shooter class teaching you fundamentals and good shooting habits. Relic Hunter also has the NRA Basic Pistol 6-hour course and guess what? Free lunch. Last but not least, we have the all-important ladies' night. Women have absolutely no reason to be intimidated. Come out to learn, shoot, and have fun with one of the best female instructors in the Lehigh Valley. So call Relic Hunter Firing Line today at 610-440-1911. Yes, there was a pause there. Man, I'm out of sync here. Did you play King Cone there? Kingy Cone? I'm out of touch. Hey, Penhurth in Copley. Penhurth, a new sponsor, has all the pellets you need, along with Breckwell and St. Croix pellet stoves. They also got Unforgettable Fire, Timberwolf, Buck, and Napoleon wood stoves. And get ready. For this, Penn State also has Yoder pellets, smokers, and grills. All these things are amazing machines, great prices. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. They're located on 329, about two and a half miles west of MacArthur Road. 
And they have, as I said before, Breckwell and St. Croix stoves. Uh, and you can get the stoves rebuilt. Uh, they have uh, parts available and uh, in-store rebuilding service if you need. So that's Penhurst, open Tuesday through Saturday. Give them a call at 610-769-5050. That's 769-5050, Penhurst. They got pellets. They ran out on me the other day. What was I going to do? They saved me. Penhurst. Okay, we're here today with... Green Pond United Methodist Church, we have Pastor Scott and his wife, Lori. The phone number, if you have any questions for the pastor, is 610-720-7900. And real quick, we were talking about death. The people that have lost loved ones, just remember, you will see them again. 1 Thessalonians 4.13, it says, We would have you be clear about those who sleep in death, brothers. Otherwise, you might yield to grief, like those who have no hope. When Jesus comes a second time, the living will have no advantage over those who have left this planet. you got to remember that. When the trumpet sounds, we will be caught up with our loved ones in the clouds and reunited. And we're told directly to console one another with this message. Because if you don't have God, you will be ripped apart by grief and misery and suffering and pain. God gets you over the hump. I would have to agree. Um, Again, have we, to. We you don't ha- have to do anything on this show. <laughs> it's like I'm forcing you. No, not at all. I will agree. And, and I think that you know that's the nature of the world that we live in today. Um, Which is? We're in a fallen world, but we need God more than ever. Now, two weeks ago, I understand. All right, let's hit this caller first because we're going to hit this LGBT stuff. Mm. We'll hit that in a second. Let's go to this caller. Who do we got? Who's this? NJ. NJ, what's up? Yeah, I have a question for Pastor Scott. What would that be, NJ? And and, as a matter of fact, it's a question that all of us have to face someday. Mm. When we stand before God someday, and he says to us, why should I let you into my heaven? Mm. What would you say? I would have no real reason for him to let me in except for the fact that I know when I'm looking at Jesus in the eyeballs, I'm looking at the face of grace. And I'm hoping that that face, that the person of Jesus is the one that says, uh, job well done, you're right. mine, so, and, and I will not forsake you. Okay, so which leads me to my next question. Are you born again? Am I born again? I am. because yes, uh, it says in John 3, 3, out of Jesus' own mouth, he says to Nicodemus, verily, verily, or truly, truly, unless a person is born again, he will not see the kingdom of God. And then the last book of the Bible in the Revelation, it says in the last three chapters, unless your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, you will not see the kingdom of God. So that's, that's the question. Now, years ago, especially, this born again, that phrase was, I think, overused, actually. It's incredibly important, born again, a new mentality of God, understanding Jesus is dying and so forth. But does the Methodist Church stress the born-again phrase? I think less than other denominations. Um, I, You know, I wouldn't be doing what I do 
if I weren't born again, but mine isn't one of those stories that is a sudden moment on this day and this hour in this year kind of thing. Mine what has been an evolution. And what you talk about and promote is being born again, basically. You're oh, changing your mentality from the way of the world to Jesus. Yes. Each of us are on a faith journey, I believe. And uh, we at Green Pond United Methodist Church welcome everybody. We like to support your um, faith journey. And uh, it's a lifelong process. Even if you are a new believer or not even a believer, it's a beginning. It's just to be introduced to Jesus. And then we hold your hand. We, we walk side by side with you in that process. Thank you, NJ. Okay. Now, two weeks ago, and again, let's get that out there, Green Pine United Methodist Church, their phone number is 610-253-2731. You basically take 33 and get off on William Penn Highway. It's a very nice church, and we have the pastor here, Pastor Scott and his wife, Lori. Lori, feel free to contribute. I thought you were going to be the... Blabbermouth, so to speak. The chatterbox. <laughs> but it was reversed, which is fine. We like blabbermouth on this show. Well, I would just like to say that um, one of the things that I enjoy about the United Methodist Church is there is a United Methodist Women's Reading Program. And uh, any woman can look up the books online and uh, find out more about their world and their faith through reading some of the books through the United Methodist Reading Program. Okay. Now, as I said, thank you for that information. As I said, two weeks ago, you had a general conference, and the topics that were up for debate were whether or not to ordain lesbians and marry gays. Now, I understand the vote was close. What was the outcome, briefly? It was almost 50-50, but the outcome of that three-day session was to uphold what is already in place in the Book of Discipline. Now, I got to tell you, I, I didn't even know what LGBT means and and i'm not even sure now and i know some of my callers are wondering because they know my attitude on this and my beliefs they're they're probably saying to themselves is he going to change his views in any way for any reason well i'm not i'm not wishy-washy i stick to my guns but anyway lgbt that means lesbian and gay i got that part um but it also means bisexual and transgender is that correct it does all right now, one thing you mentioned to me as we were talking about this, you said that they like to be called gay and now even queer. And I'm thinking, calling them queer, isn't that derogatory? Well, it sounds derogatory, but the, the, the word queer, I believe, is uh, uh, for the community who would call themselves that, it's not derogatory. Now, does this include... Transvestites, the LGBT and all it that? It does. It does, okay. Trans, that would be transgendered. And and then there are other letters we can tack onto the back of that we call the plus community. Letters. Like intersex, which is uh, those are folks uh, born with both male and female parts. And then you have asexuals. Persons with zero sex drive whatsoever. You see, Jesus That sounds made like us, people over 60. Well, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> now, transvestites, I got to tell you, uh, they're an interesting 
can I say breed or individual? I don't know, but I used to work individual up in the Poconos. Would be good. Yeah. Pocono flea markets up there, yeah. individuals, yeah. okay. And when I would drive home every Sunday, I would drive by this gay hotel. Uh-huh. And every Sunday around six o'clock, there was this guy in front of the hotel sitting on a park bench, mm. all dressed up in this Huge, colorful, fluffy, down mm-hmm. south dress, all made up, just mm-hmm. sitting so pretty mm-hmm. on the bench in front. He seemed so peaceful and content, and he wasn't bothering anybody. And I got to tell you, if I had a radio show back then, I would definitely ask him to come on. But I was wondering on the surface, he looked so great. And believe me, he looked good. He was holding a carousel mm-hmm. there like Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. only better looking than her. And it took me like two or three times to pass that I finally realized, wait a minute, that's not a woman, that's a guy. Mm -hmm. But I wondered on the inside what was going on on the inside of this individual. Well, I wish you had stopped and gotten to hear his story or her story. Because it was we a believe, long day. I was, I was yeah, so sick I, I of get the, that. I, that's why I have I my pastor's nap at the end of Sunday worship, right? Yes. But we believe that everyone... Everyone is of sacred worth, and we're on a journey. You know, perhaps um, uh, um, in terms of the LGBTQ plus community, I think the church has harmed that community more than it's helped because of some of the language that comes out, because of uh, the attitudes people have towards that community. But um, we believe that uh, every life has value and dignity and love. Indeed, I agree. We should not throw stones and be cruel in any way. Well, I also think that um, what many people don't realize, um, there are certainly people that um, are as you described, but I think the other thing that's very important to know is you may know many gay people in your life and not even really be aware of their sexual orientation because really they are not other. They are human beings just like us. And we're going to continue this discussion right after this. Queen's Nutritional Products is all about one thing, clean, healthy, natural living. Take advantage of Queen's full assortment of organic, vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free products. Everything from vitamins, herbs, grains, and raw honey to skin, hair, and beauty enhancers designed to slow down the aging process. Queens also has pet products without all the harmful artificial ingredients and chemicals. Queens Nutritional Products is located at 1450 Pennsylvania Avenue, right on the border of Allentown and Bethlehem. Visit their website at queensnutrition.net. Their phone is 610-691-6644. And for you sports nutritionists, there's no better place than Queens. With 40 years of experience, they will absolutely fuel your fire. Queens, a family business, is also a wholesale business specializing in dried fruits and nuts, roasted fresh right on the premises. So that's Queens Nutritional Products, open seven days a week. What can you get at King Cone? How about everything? We have Nelson's and Libby's ice cream, homemade waffle cones, ice cream cakes, banana splits, milkshakes, and plenty of indoor seating. Come drop by and treat yourself, family, and friends at King Cone. Doors open at 12 noon, seven days a week. That's King Cone at the corner of MacArthur Road and Route 329 in Whitehall. Call at 610-261-1935. You need to see it to believe it. Relic Hunter Firing Line has a new awesome 12-lane indoor gun range. Reynolds. 
and the largest selection of firearms for purchase. Also available are training classes for both men and women, along with several membership plans to suit your specific needs. Relic Hunter Firing Line is located off Route 145 in North Whitehall. Give them a call at 610-440-1911. Their friendly and helpful service is available to you seven days a week as Relic Hunter Firing Line opens every day at 10 a.m. And if you're looking to purchase firearms, you can actually try before you buy. Shoot the gun first in the 12-lane indoor range and then decide. So that's Relic Hunter Firing Line off Route 145 in North Whitehall. Their phone is 610-440-1911. Or visit them at their website, relichunter.com. Tell them Robert from Don't Bring Up God sent you. Hey, who's got pellet stoves out there? You know, I went to the big hardware chains, and they were all sold out of pellets. You know, I'm thinking, what am I supposed to do now? Rub two sticks together? Freeze for the rest of the winter? Well, Penn Hearth saved me with as many pellets as I wanted. Penn Hearth in Copley. You know, they, they have a great selection also of pellet and wood stoves. Penn Hearth in Copley. You get on MacArthur Road and go west on 329. It's about two and a half miles down on the left. Penn Hearth, they're a lifesaver. Now I got pellets up to the, up to the moon. They're open Tuesday through Friday, 9.30 to 6, and Saturday, 8 to 3. That's Penn Hearth. Their phone number is 610-769-5050. And they're open, as I said, Tuesday through Friday. We're here today with the pastor and his wife from Green Pond United Methodist Church. They're in Easton. Their phone number is 610-253-2731. Their website is greenpawnumc.com. All right, we got a caller. Who's this? Hey, morning, it's Joe. What's up, Joe? Hey, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, good questions because it comes down to what's the most significant question of all, uh, and uh, NJ kind of hit on this. What's what's the plan of salvation that you're preaching? And, um, you know, how do we have our sins taken care of? So well, you know, that 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 uh-huh. is God's job. That is that our our sins are already taken care of because of what Jesus did on the cross. Okay. Um, do we do we have to add anything to that, or did Jesus pay it all? Well, I think that God expects us to be His hands and feet on on this earth, His heart. And that means helping each other, helping our community, and beyond. Well, let me let me rephrase that. Mm-hmm. This is Joe Jesus the Caboose, by the way. He usually calls or... at the end of each show. That's why I call him the Caboose. Oh, did we get him early? Uh, a little early, yeah. but go ahead, Joe. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, because I, I, I needed enough time to ask these questions. So, uh, again, I mean, let me rephrase that. Did Jesus pay at all, or do we play any type of role in our salvation? Jesus paid it all. Amen. Okay. Good. Thanks for clarifying that. Because Well, you, you know, said it. Job well done. Thank you, Joe. we got to let yes. you go. Well, one more question. Now. All right. Go ahead real quick. Because water, ba- water baptism cannot save. Now, think about this. From the time of Adam and Eve till now, baptism was started by whom? John the Baptist. He did not baptize the religious folks who thought water baptism could save them. He said bring forth fruit and meat for repentance. So 
the gospel, the salvation plan is always repentance of sin and faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Nothing else. All right, thank you, Joe. Not I think you're basically on the same page with the pastor. Okay, we got another caller. Who's this? Hello? Hey, it's Barry. Hey, Barry, what's up? Uh, not too much. I was going to say, all born again means all born again means is being born again in the Spirit, accepting Christ. It, it, I think it's that simple. It's, uh, it's like I said, the, like you said earlier, the phrase is overused a lot. Born again, this, born again, that all it means is being born again and accepting Christ. It's a, Amen, it's a, brother. It's a new mentality. Yeah. Yes. It's dropping the way of the world and going with the God and the God in the Bible and what it says in the story. And that's very difficult to do in this day and age, isn't it? That's why this radio program exists. You better believe it, pal. Anything right. else, Barry? What's up? Anything else? No, that's it. Have a safe day. Have all a right. blessed day. Thanks, Barry. Yeah, yeah, good old bear. Hey, one more thing about the the transvestite, you know, dressing up as a woman. Mm. You know, again, I'm thinking, I let let live and let live. In fact, I myself, I dressed up as a woman in one Halloween. Uh, my wife and I <laughs> switched, and I, I must say I was rather attractive. Yes, I must say. But here's the thing. I sift everything through the Bible, and you're probably well aware of this. In the book, in the Old Testament somewhere, I didn't write down where, but I said, it says, a woman shall not wear an article proper to a man, nor mm. shall a man put on a woman's dress. Mm. So, and it, and it actually goes on, for anyone who does such things is an abomination to the mm. Lord your God. So what am I supposed to think? You know, for me, it's unhealthy. And when God uses the word abomination, mm. you got to stop and think. Well, that's a very strong word. And yes, those uh, words are in the Old Testament. But Jesus came to this earth not to enforce the law, but to create a new law, which is a law of love. So that same instinct that you have to want to love uh, all members uh, of the body of Christ, regardless of whether they're uh, straight or LGBTQ plus community or anybody, that love overshadows any of the law that the and 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 back in the day and even today, people are so law oriented, they don't really understand the spirit of. But the there's law. a fine line here, as we were talking earlier. You said that you didn't like any kind of discrimination and hatred, mm. but. I believe you can discriminate without hatred. You can't alleviate the sin and the definition of sin according to the Bible. You know, God himself and Jesus, they discriminate all the time between life and death, between a sinner and, and, and somebody. Uh, well, and that's God's job. Around. Absolutely, but we imitate that and follow in his footsteps and, and hold on to, to the commandments, the doctrines, and the statutes. Considering the verses you read, though, although I am wearing a skirt today, if I wore pants tomorrow, I would be, in essence, breaking that law. You, you had to bring your wife to cross me up. <laughs> She's a it? smart one between the two of us. Now, and the I, pretty one, by the way. <laughs> well, that, that goes Yeah, well, saying, she looks pal. better in a dress than you probably did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. Um, and, then, and then you talk about homosexuality. I'll ask you right off the bat, is homosexuality a sin? Because to me, and I always couple homosexuality and fornication as sins, mm. I feel that's a sin and that's never going to change. Do you believe that homosexuality is a sin? 
Well, here's here's the thing. Ooh, um, that's the like Bible a yes says, or no question, the, Pastor yes, Scott. If you looked at the Bible in, in a very literal interpretation, yes, the Bible says that. However... And by the way, our phone number is 610-720-7900 if you want to get in on this. You know, that would be a very literal interpretation of the Bible, but one of the things that I like to do, one of the things that I am trained to do is look at the Bible in context. Why did Paul, why did those Hebrew Bible writers write these things into the Bible? There is no one sin larger than another, and each of us every single day are a sinner. So to make uh, to look at one person and say, oh, you're a sinner because of X, what other community do we do that in? What other context do we do that in? When you look at the Bible, and, and particularly Paul's writing to Timothy, who's writing uh, to Timothy in, in uh, such a different cultural context, that um, Timothy, as a young Padawan uh, preacher, uh, needed some guidance, and Paul from prison gave him that guidance so that he could carry on the message of Christ. Now, I'm going to ask you again, first of all, is fornication a sin, sex before marriage? The Bible says it is. And and so fornication and homosexuality, according to the Bible, they're both sins. Well, so is divorce and eating selfish, shellfish. So, you know, if you want to sin according to the bible is um oh don't say don't say uh, don't say subjective no but if you look at what paul was could have been talking about in the context of what was going on at the time i believe that scripture that makes it sound so specific to um sexual relationships between members of the same sex, I think that was actually more to do with power struggles between people in power taking advantage of people without power, which is still a problem for us today. I'm sure that was involved. Yes, I agree with that. Uh, One thing I hear uh, about the homosexual argument or discussion, whatever you want to call it, people will bring up, but wait a minute, homosexuality, they're born that way. Yes. But I got to tell you, and, and that, that confused me for a little bit, but I listened to somebody explain it. And they said, that's no excuse because you know what? Heterosexuals are also born that way to want sex with the opposite sex, but they can't, not until marriage, according to the Bible. And unfortunately, like I said, I wish everybody uh, was, I mean, everybody is welcome, but. In, in regards to marriage, the, uh, to me, the Bible is clear also that it's well, marriage is between one man and one woman. I think what the Bible, woman. in essence, is trying to get at is the idea of celibacy, right, before marriage. And you, That's a tough one. That, well, look at the world today. Even, um, you know, uh, is the idea of celibacy a reasonable expectation? Well, if it's in the book, it's got to be. I got to get these two quotes in. Uh, as far as fornication, fornication's a big sin. It says, mm-hmm. as for lewd conduct or promiscuous, promiscuousness or lust of any sort, let them not even be mentioned among you. Your holiness forbids this. Nor should there be any silly, suggestive talk. Any of that is out of bounds. All of this 
is out of place. And one more. Where, where well, am I that in? applies to straight people as well Absolutely. as everybody. That, that was directed yes. more so to the heterosexuals. Yes. And don't you think God put that kind of thing in there because he doesn't want to see us getting involved in relationships that are um, – Make us give us a false sense of closeness. I think that sex is a beautiful act, and by um, having it in marriage, um, it, it it creates value and it creates a sense of intimacy between the people who are involved. And the other verse that I gotta I gotta say is this was in Romans, and I never heard this before. But when I heard it, boy, it sounded like it was giving a warning. And again, heterosexuals are in this too. Sex before marriage. The book says. At, the, at this time in Romans, their women exchanged natural intercourse for unnatural, and the men gave up natural intercourse with women and burned with lust for one another. Men did shameful things with men and thus received in their own person the penalty for their perversity. Now that is a huge mouthful. The penalty within their own person, that talks. that sounds to me like disease and even AIDS. And again, this goes for heterosexuals too. Now when I read that, I gotta tell you, man, that it seems very clear that homosexuality is not to be. I, I mean I, I'm just saying and, and I respect your opinions and I hope you respect mine. And I know there's debate and discussion, but you can't ignore the black and white statements of the book is all i'm saying you know we're running out of time i very much apologize we got a caller we can't get to we could go on and on and i'm sorry i i if we do this again i'll let you talk a lot more on the subject uh this is green pond united methodist church with pastor scott and his wife Lori. uh go to greenpondumc.com they're in easton thank you for being here our pleasure Thank you. All roads lead back to God. Tyler, we love you, and we'll see you again. From around town and around the world, WAEB Allentown. Available anywhere you want to listen on our free iHeartRadio app. Download it now. News Radio 790.